Welcome everybody from all around the world. Welcome to this podcast. Escaping the entanglements of our lives. You got yours and I've got mine. I'm your host, I'm Dolphus Q. I'm the originator and the creator of this <laughs> of this podcast. I'm responsible for all mistakes. <laughs> this podcast was inspired by Toastmasters Project. So we want to pause here. We want to give a warm welcome to any Toastmasters who are listening. And I certainly hope a few are. <laughs> Go easy on the evaluations. Our lives, yours and mine, are easily entangled with things real and imaginary. And those things, those things, those real or imaginary things can interfere, and they do interfere. They do interfere with our lives, with our progress where we go with with what goes on within our minds but then I can only speak <laughs> for myself and this podcast is, is about my, my entanglements you know I don't know how you deal with yours but this podcast is a way of dealing uh, with mine now I hope you're following following me subscribing but I will keep <laughs> repeating this same singing the same song because the story is the same it does not change the entanglements hinders our sanity now, one of my entanglements, which I'm dealing with, is not, not playing the piano with you. Here, I do not play. I'm just having fun on these keys. <laughs> okay, so now we are at, this is the fourth episode, and we are moving along in this saga as I read and write my book. You can reach me at DolphusQ at Yahoo.com or you can reach me at QDolphus at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I want you to subscribe to this podcast. And I want you to hang with me as I read and write my book, the title of that book. The Script Naked <laughs> in Chicago. Now we are at episode uh, number four. And uh, I will I will be reading until I can find a guest reader. <laughs> but I will be reading. Chapter 4, 
episode four strange bed fellows I felt optimistic about the future at the start of the new year I was a campaign worker for the Tina Turner for Congress committee I felt that she would win and certain that if she did, I would get a job in her Chicago office. However, other than jotting quick notes, my involvement with her campaign left little time for writing. I was not familiar with politics until I started working with the campaign. I found Chicago style politics very exciting. I rarely got back to my room before 10 in the evenings. And amid this political fervor, during the month of February, Margot re-entered my life. Notes from a desk calendar, February 1, Friday. Margot called, said she had no place to stay, wanted to come over. February 2, Saturday. Purchased a pair of shoes, paid on layaway, filled out tax forms, moved furniture, mailed two letters about writing jobs. February 5, Tuesday. Mailed tax forms, received letter from sister, and got called from Gwen about campaign. February 6, Wednesday, wrote letter to sister in Texas. February 9, Saturday, came home, read, go over thoughts, went to party for Tina, and met new workers in campaign, Martha, Roz, Sally, and Joe, coming down with the cold. February 11, Monday, argument with Margot, had phone, phone plugged, at $14, open parenthesis, no more long distance, call, close parenthesis. Told her she had to go when I got back from the job tomorrow. She said she would leave tonight. Margot left. She has money, so I don't feel bad. But I do feel empty inside. February 13, Wednesday. Like a fool. I let Margot come back. I can't explain my actions, but certainly I was overwhelmed with compassion for her. It is awful to have your friends and your family too turn you down. February 14, Thursday. Woke up this morning and Margot had the nerve to ask me for a dollar after all the stuff she said last night. Kiss my so-and-so. Pay the phone bill out of my reefer you smoked up. February 15, Friday. Off today. Went to party. Talked with Joe and got Rosalind's phone number. Now I am pondering should or should not. Met Lee. She's pretty. Very pretty red bone. Had deep conversation with Gwen. February 16, Saturday. Got up at 
853 took shower song on the radio time is on my side must get a how to play guitar book February 18 Monday 2:44 a.m. two policemen woke me up hammering on the door when I let them inside they told me they had a call that I was dealing dope and began to search the room. They didn't find anything. 4.45 a.m. I'm getting ready to leave for work. I'm not concerned about what will happen next, but I feel sorry for Margot. Went to campaign rally with Gwen and Joan. February 19, Tuesday. Woke up with the news on television. Read a few chapters of J.D. Salinger. Went to see Gwen. Received letter from movie review. Offer job without pay. Wonder what would Sam Johnson say. February 20, Wednesday. Read five pages of Tropic Capricorn and Sister Carrie. February 21, Thursday. Didn't work today. Read Fanny and Zooming by Salinger. Fat Lady Sings. February 22, Friday. Watch movie Red Dust starring Clark Gable and Gene Harlow. Went to campaign office around 8 to see Gwen. Gwen wasn't there. Joan was there in her place. Helped Joan stuffed envelopes, applied stamps, and address labels. Tina arrived as the task was ending. The three of us walked to a nearby pub for drinks and to discuss politics and the campaign. Our discussions were lively. We left the pub and went to the garage for Joan's car. It was parked on the third level. I saw less than ten parked cars scattered about the lot. We started towards Joan's car. An attendant with a water hose was spraying the lock. He shouted, You can't get your car now. The garage is closed. Tina asked if the gate was working. He said yes. Then she wanted to know why Joan couldn't get her car. Tina and the attendant got into an argument. The attendant insisted that the lot was closed. Finally, in frustration, Tina called him something he didn't like and walked away. And as she did, he turned up the hose and sprayed water in her direction. Tina turned like a flash, pounced on him, swinging her purse at his head. The attendant dropped the hose and ducked. The hose on the floor twisted and sprayed water at the attendant as the purse grazed the top of his head. Tina paused for a second swing. The attendant ran for cover like a dog with his tail between his legs. He yelled back he was going to call the police. Tina yelled out for him to go call his mammy. I was a startled witness. I stood all struck. By Tina, I saw her 
as heroic. As we fled the scene and hopped into the first cab we saw, February 23rd, Saturday, called Joan at 6, went to function on West Side, then to church, then to Lake Point Towers, tall condominiums, luscious view of Lake Michigan, met Lottie, met Dottie, met the hostess of the wine sip, met Julia, a remarkable, good-looking, energetic woman of 57. She's a Gemini. She has a boutique in the lobby of the building, sells full of products, and wants me to get on board. Don't you want to be your own boss? Wouldn't you love to live in a place like this with a luscious view like this? Home at last, 2.55, going to bed. February 24, Sunday, up at 7.38 a.m. Feeling energetic. Spent the day with Joan and Tina. Joan is a peeling, tall, slender, red bone. She looks like a raw fashion model waiting to be made up. I literally look up to her. She's a Gemini. Friday, 25, February 25, Monday, went to Lake Point Towers, met Julia. We talk, wants me to sell fuller products door to door, not completely sold on the idea, but I'm not a salesperson. I don't know how to convince anyone to buy anything. Julia smiled, shaking her head. But you are a salesperson. Your problem is you are afraid to ask for the sale. Do you know why? I shook my head. And she continued with her eyes fixed on my eyes as she did. You are afraid of a two-letter word. The word no. The fear of no is worse than the fear of failure and rejection glued together. I can show you how to overcome your fear of the word no. I can show you how to turn every no into a yes. I left Lake Point Towers with two sample cases of fuller products. February 26, Tuesday. Learned Gwen was in the hospital. Call, waiting on her to return call. Must return samples. Tell Julia it is not convenient at present time. Went to Westside with Tina and Joe. Very interesting conversations with voters. See the politics at grassroots level. February 28, Thursday. Went to see Gwen in hospital. Carried juice and flowers. Met Joan. Said I could use her car to take driving tests. Met noble child dress sales Mary Kay. February 29, Friday. Wrote letter to... A-N-E-C about school loan. March 1, Monday. Went to work at 6.30 a.m. Called Joe and Martha. I feel out of step with the people around me. I am in the grip of a melancholy mood. I think more about writing than I actually do. March 2nd, Tuesday. 
got called from Margot. We talked, agreed to let her come over. March 